0: Now we're recording okay now we can listen to (gasps) the baseball song are you ready i am ready kathy thank you let's do this
1: i didn't realize it had a starter
0: i didn't either there we go
2: kids had won it Bobby Thompson had done it and Yogi read the comics all the while rock and roll was being born marijuana we would scorn so down on the corner the national pastime went on trial we're talking baseball Klazuski, Campanella talking baseball the man and Bobby Feller, the scooter the barber and the nuke they knew them all from Boston to Dubuque, especially Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. Well, KC was winning. Hank Aaron was beginning. One Robbie going out, one coming in. Kiner and Midget Cadell, the Thumper and Mel Parnell, and Ike was the only one winning down in Washington. I'm talking Baseball, Klazuski Campanella talking baseball. The man and Bobby Fella, the scooter, the barber, and the duke. They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque, especially with.
1: it goes on for another like is it the b side
0: i'm gonna go accept my (laughs) my furniture this is perfect timing timing.
1: Come bark back.
2: Who's
1: that?
3: That's really sweet. But this <laughs> not
1: Now you're barking?
0: Evie. It's okay, Ben. It's okay now. It's all over. It's all over. It's a box. We've accepted a box into our home. beautiful new baby box that will turn into a gold um square tube uh bookshelf with glass shelves that's what it will turn into <laughs> Grow that's up. awesome yeah it's
1: one of those so when the uh when the uh when your dog's what's your what's your dog's name evie evie when E oh. We've been over this. That's right. That's mm-hmm. why we had the whole conversation about Evie 500,000 times. Oh, yeah. right. All of our favorite Eevees, right? So <laughs> I, however, have, yeah, like the attention span of a goldfish. Okay, so Eevee, when Evie started barking, mm-hmm. I unplugged my headphones so that our dog, Doc, could oh. hear. And he like walked up to the computer, listened, and then it was when I plugged my headphones back di- back in. That's when he started barking.
0: Oh. They're like pen pals now.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Our dogs are pen pals.
1: <laughs> they like they they did that thing in one hundred and one Dalmatians.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> do, you ever, do you remember that? They have mm-hmm. the like the, like they play dog telephone mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. They just did that.
0: To announce the and birth so of the And So dog 100%. was like
1: yeah, Doc was like, whoa, check this out. The package is being delivered. I better stay on high alert. <laughs> it's package time. He's like, I know what that's like around here. I'm going to have to park at someone one of these days.
0: <laughs> All right, thanks for the tip. I know someone's going to show up one day. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I'm an occurrence. I see. Yeah. I'm not the only uh-huh.
0: one. <laughs> someone might show up to this place. I see. Okay. <laughs>
1: A stranger, you yes. say? Really? Okay. Carrying things. Wow. Boxes and tubes.
0: Does it happen all the time? I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> a bag, pieces of paper.
0: Who knows? works yeah. A laundry detergent. Sometimes. <laughs> a
1: little beepy thing.
0: <laughs> I, I have. I, I won't. I will admit, I have toilet paper <laughs> on a monthly subscription. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Who
3: wants to think
0: about it? Ron Kufiel was think right. Set it.
1: it and forget it. Set it no, and forget it. It's why everything for me is on auto pay.
0: Yeah, I have dog food on auto delivery too. Even you know.
1: Yeah, that's it's, just. It's you a know standard you're need it?
0: Yeah, you know how. Yeah, much,
1: you, know. you know. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's the most fixed thing. Like we can't even predict anything about our diet. We're wild animals, always changing what we like and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. But like. <laughs> If we could just have... You
1: go to, like, Costco best. and get, like, 12 pounds <laughs> yes. of, like, People couscous, food. and then, like, <laughs> it just sits there for
0: five years. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, I can just, I can oh,
0: confer- I'll totally eat this all the time. Yeah, I can convert into a single food diet. Yeah, this, is, this will be amazing.
1: Oh, it's like a, it's its like a, it's like a whole grain. It's like an ancient grain. <laughs> I've heard about this.
0: It's couscous. It's, it's the single, I'm it's giving like up. Not, every- it's like just yeah, pasta. It's, it's just like, pasta. like just little pasta beans. That's right. That's, That's what i doing. It is. Yeah,
1: it's like orzo looks like rice, but it's not. It's pasta. doesn't exactly. It's like rice.
0: It makes you feel so good about yourself. <laughs>
1: July, a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not couscous you seek, but quinoa. It just, like, it just takes more effort.
0: I've thought it that just... so much before when I'm in. Um... You know, not just Whole Foods, but there's this local place around here before I ever walked into a Whole Foods. And I was thinking to myself, I really did think, like, wow, what is this? this is a crazy grain they got on here. With the,
3: <laughs>
1: look
0: at that little feta cheese in here. It must be very healthy. Look at this. <laughs>
1: just, turns out it's just fucking Pasta. Chef Boyardee. Yeah, it literally, God. like,
0: it's us a little cheese on there. It's Greek now. It's mac and Greek mac and cheese.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, just, ooh, fancy. <laughs> I put some herbs in it. I put some fresh <laughs> yeah. herbs.
0: Herbs, yeah. I cut up a little <laughs> cucumber with it to make a little healthier pasta.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Pasta salad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, now it's healthier. It? Yeah, there's
0: yeah. Not, it's not tomato sauce. We're merely covering our pasta spaghetti. in a fine... Know, pasta salad. <laughs> exactly. We're, uh, we're a little more uh, civilized over here when we're scarfing our pasta down.
1: <laughs> it's, like, it's like the <laughs> pasta of the future. It's like Dippin' Dots and shit.
0: Yeah, it's deconstructed pasta. There's a uh, there's cherry tomatoes, olive oil, maybe a little bit of uh, vinegar <gasps> or something.
1: Yeah, like pizza gastronomy or pizza <laughs> pasta gastronomy. Yeah, sort of. Gastronomy, it's like, like
0: all the ingredients molecular
1: gastronomy extracted and
0: separate. Yeah, totally. That's where we're going. I think is uh, foods that imitate other foods until it's just. Uh, paste we're just eating different flavored pastes which you know what not too different we're just talking it's about yogurt it is yeah. yogurt it's I just drank two of them yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah it's,
1: it's
0: like my made food group is like liquid yogurt from a bottle um
1: if i could have like healthy I, I say healthy because if i could just have blended fruit yogurt and like milk or something like just all together and just it just magically showed up fresh every morning, like manifested. I yeah. think that's all I would ever eat. I don't think I would ever chew if I could avoid it.
0: <laughs> I drink a lot of kefir. Um, a lot. So, like, <laughs> I drink, like, two of those liter jugs, like, a week. It's yeah, extremely there's a, so good So you.
1: Either, you. <laughs> yeah, you have, like, the healthiest gut
3: flora. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just...
1: <laughs> Balance that out. With, I literally like... drank... <laughs> That's so that all of the Doritos got floric and just go in there and just party. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, uh, yeah, all the, the Baja Blast, um,
1: yeah, yeah, it balances like the whatever, Baja Blast. Whatever shit you ate at the fucking baseball game. No, right? literally. I, mean, wasn't, I drank wasn't one. was quinoa, right? No, it was
0: <laughs> all what you'd expect. And I... I uh, I drank one before on the way out, and I drank one as soon as I got home. Just pounded that whole bottle down. I was like, whatever, I, yeah, whatever garbage I poison <laughs> my body with is now being pushed out of my system. Like, <laughs> from from I,
1: I do I do that with a very a very like uh, with a kale salad that yeah. has been lightly vinegared,
0: mm,
1: mm-hmm. a light balsamic or something. <laughs>
0: That sounds good. Yeah,
1: we eat a shitload of the kale and ooh, you know, let's just you know, a lot of B12. Uh Nature, yeah, nature's uh, nature's roto rooter, yeah. shall we? <laughs> nature's liquid plumber.
0: It does work. Yes, my, my father would agree with that uh, term as well. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Right.
1: Tell me, tell me about baseball. Baseball
0: wanna... is wonderful. Baseball. So. Uh, my season just ended for baseball. The, the, uh, the Atlanta Braves lost their postseason run to... Sorry. Yeah, it's, sorry. You know, I kind of saw it coming, to be honest. As much as a fan, I, I in the back of my mind, I saw them not having the pitching staff to get through the postseason, and that's something you need. You can't only have half of a team. I mean, we didn't have Charlie Morton. Uh, he hurt his finger. We also didn't have um, Max Fried did you
1: say he didn't to. have his finger
0: yeah he uh he sprained he sprained a finger uh, like, oh, literally, I, I like oh I see
1: thought thought like maybe he lost it in a tragic fingering accident.
0: oh well, yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah dentata yeah um, <laughs>
1: or anything you know it yeah. could have been uh could have been a piano he was fingering.
0: yeah <laughs> exactly you know the could have been another you know, one fell on off
1: yeah like it collapsed and ow no just hit it in the right spot you never know maybe a dog bit it off
0: <laughs> classic uh, sports injury when you're a baseball player the finger blister or finger uh, it sounds like nothing but i guess you can't throw a fastball if you have a finger sprain or a no. finger blister you no can't. but you can't so no, you have to, like,
1: hold it a certain way.
0: You do. You have to put your Most fingers Most people on don't know that. You
1: think you just toss it or something. Yeah. No, you have to... And then...
0: Every pitch is a specific kind of grip, and then you release kind of at a slightly different spot, and that kind of gives... Yeah, that's the trick. But I um, didn't really know that until recently. Uh, well, the the exact mechanics of, like, what they're doing. It's incredibly impressive. Pitching is, like, to 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 think that someone could professionally pitch and hit, to completely separate i mean throwing the ball across the field is not pitching i don't think people understand mm-hmm. that it is it's you know it takes a similar arm but like it's in terms of your hand and the precision and everything is mm-hmm. totally totally different that 20 miles an hour difference of an 80 mile an hour toss from one side to the other to the 100 miles an hour is a completely different skill set it's pretty wild in fact and they talk about this in major league if you've ever seen this but the average person cannot physically throw a 95 mile an hour ball you just can't do it you couldn't do it if you tried Mm -hmm. all day you couldn't do it if you tried for 10 Mm -hmm. months couldn't do it um but some people can and that's what's really lucky is that um every once in a while they'll find someone who's like mediocre at hitting or something like that and they'll be like well let me test your arm have you ever tested your arm before and then they'll find out they're like a great pitcher and then they'll Mm -hmm. give up hitting completely so um just out of fact so when
1: i was in When I was in high school, and I think we've talked about this, I was on the yearbook. And this uh, brought me into uh, communication with quite a bit of uh, random, diverse set of people because, you know, the yearbook covers every kind of aspect of the school, right? So uh, one of our photographers uh, who covered all of the sports events football games and things of that sort track and field and baseball of course uh he was he was a peer he's just some guy at my school but he was like a jock and he became a photographer a sports he won he he took up photography because he had been in little league his whole life he had been training for a pitcher uh, to be a pitcher and so he like he was telling me that you have to essentially maybe not dislocate. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but no. you have to really fuck up your elbow to kind of, to make some of those throws that we were just describing. Yes. Right. Cause it's not just about I'm gripping this ball on this. Like, it, like if you can, if our listeners can picture a b- baseball in their mind and rotate it a little. Mm-hmm. Right. You can see. Perhaps more
0: than one at a time. Even.
1: Perhaps even, you know, but it can be challenging. I, I appreciate that not everyone has like visual imaging, which is interesting. Yeah, so it is. It is please great. also take take the opportunity to actually pull up a picture of a baseball if that's more helpful. But yes. as it is, picture the baseball in your mind or on a screen and see the baseball. And you see all of the little threads on it, as Brian was describing, and you can hold it different ways and combos of fingers. But then like, that's not enough. You have to fuck up your shoulder and your elbow and distort it to do these crazy fucking arm movements. Cause you're trying to essentially use your arm like a fucking like sling. Yes. So you're, you're trying to just essentially dislocate it. So it shoots out of your arm, like a fucking chuck it. at the dog park
0: yeah no it's completely true yeah you're you're trying to use your arm like a whip it's crazy yeah which is not mechanically meant to do
1: yeah it's not not meant to do it so like this was why i always felt like i didn't want to play baseball in the first place actually brian was because i i like i love playing the game i love playing it i love i i you know because if you don't take it seriously and you're not trying to play professionally yeah you can just go out there and knock a few dingers right, right. and so, if you're
0: playing with a softball wow. especially you can actually like hit the ball
3: <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i personally like the challenge of trying to hit the baseball, the baseball. Yeah. you know and it it oh it has such a satisfying whack when yes. it fucking lands in glove too oh my god i could oh i love the sound and feel of that i just so good right and i love yeah. hearing it i love experiencing it like just yeah just the crack uh, also of the bat. like the the yeah no i'm really i'm i'm actually really good i'm actually really good and people <laughs> are kind of shocked i love that. and have been but it's because i have really good um hand eye nation yeah okay I, I don't, like, I'm not, like, a strong pitcher. Like, I can, like what you were describing, like, if someone's like, oh, you're going to, like, strike me out. I'm like, no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to very consistently throw slow, easy pitches at you that anybody can hit, and I'm going to keep hitting the sweet zone. And, like, if the point of the game is to have fun, that's actually kind of what you want to do. You kind of want everyone to be able to hit the ball, right? Like, I'm not trying to win the world series i'm trying to finish this keg on a saturday
0: (laughs) yeah no i like that idea
1: yeah i I don't know i this is this has been always my struggle with i think not just honestly not just like sports culture i think video game culture gaming culture uh dnd culture a, a lot of that feels like hey are we doing this to like play or are we doing this to like play professionally like i'm not exactly here for like counter-strike tournament i am here for noodling around
0: yeah exactly that's funny yeah that is a funny thing to think about
1: oh it feels it feels very similar to me and i think that's part of what makes it feel outsidery to me because i so like so brian you are one of the I i say one of the few because most dudes when they're passionate about baseball Mm. Tend to start creating all of these like gatekeeping mechanisms of oh you think you like baseball well who was the 1976 starting pitcher for the uh, whatever I I couldn't even come up with a fake name in that moment I got that from my weed
0: doctor literally this week I went to my weed doctor I mentioned I went to a postseason game and he gave me that quiz you know he was like oh so he started asking questions that I would only know if I pay attention the season which i did but i was also like wanted to get out of the conversation as curious. fast as possible.
1: yes like oh my god it can't just be i fucking love hot dogs
0: man yeah it's like literally <laughs> like i said i was like yeah i had like you know i had like a great time it was you know we sat at good seats didn't matter if we won or lost because it was such fun you know and 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 then he's like well you know uh he asked me something about Boston from a couple of years ago. And I was like, well, I wasn't really watching that season. Then that was like, <laughs> I betrayed the conversation at that point. And he See, so started talking this, about the sphere.
1: This is how I know, uh, uh, like, whether someone or not is going to be insufferable at the sports bar. Like, if I'm like, so when I was in Los Angeles, for example, uh, especially the year that I was on sabbatical. I was actually just unemployed. I was living off my savings. I call it sabbatical. <laughs>
0: hey, Kathy, you're entitled to call it whatever you want.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I I need that validation to this day. Okay. But I'm less and less ashamed about it because my Catholic work ethic is still there. Anyway,
0: okay. that's the different that's, than that's than that's a thing that gets me advice. to reload and empty the dishwasher, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think that's right. <laughs> settled it down. I placed it in that spot. Anyway.
1: <laughs> well like like i've literally you know i would uh, depending on my attention span i would pay more or less attention to a season yeah and so on any given moment right like sometimes i know exactly yeah. i na- i can name every player what their position is and maybe where we just got them from or maybe oh they're not gonna stick around i hear they're being traded to some other team i might know that right um i don't know any of that shit right now Right. right. I like I could maybe name one, or two players and probably guess because maybe I like heard their names and go, oh, I think they're still playing. Um, but I remember once uh, I I was like watching like I was I was like at the bar and I'm like just uh, in L.A. and I'm just drinking a beer probably like tired of working. and and just resting and watching a Dodger game on TV. And I'm probably like reacting to the tele That's probably why I'm there. And I remember very distinctly being by myself. Okay. Uh, Another thing I really enjoyed doing, um, -hmm. was going to see a thing by myself. I was always okay with this. And so, okay. And, uh, the guy, of course, next to me starts chatting me up about baseball, and inevitably starts testing me. And I was like, immediately, I was like, "Look, guy, I really only know two teams: home and away. That's it." <laughs> yeah. I get top and bottom <laughs> of the inning. And leave me alone.
3: Yeah.
1: I want to enjoy this. You're ruining it for me. You know, yeah, like yeah. awful, awful. Just. I I, I guess you know and i don't know what it is about this because it's not just about like a a a like gender thing as you were kind of pointing out it's like something the fandoms do amongst themselves which i don't know like i said i just find it so tedious
0: i've seen it a lot online this season specifically this last few games um now i grew up a Phillies fan, kind of, I guess, Um, but not that it's a team I follow anymore, much like Kathy was just talking about. I used to know all the players in the team if they were coming and going, all that stuff, and I can't remember that too much now, really, at all. I can remember a couple of the names, but that's it. (laughs) None of them play anymore, um, except for Bryce Harper, actually, Um, which is funny. Uh, And I think that, like, I'll say this. I I experienced the joy of baseball um like I don't think you have to be like a long-term fan of a team. I think that really the the joy of baseball is kind of giving yourself over to baseball and tracking it for a period of time and of course you can just watch a single game and have the the joy of like oh these are two teams i don't know and there's actually a really great way to watch it is two teams you don't know even if you watch baseball a lot because then you're like not investing you can kind of choose your stakes especially if it's like early competitive game in the first or you know the third inning then you're like wow this is like a real game no stakes i can still be excited but if anyone loses no matter who loses i don't really i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. feel bad but there's a different ride you go on when you pick a team like I you know, have for the last few years, um, the Braves, and I picked that just because, uh, you know, the person I spend the most time with was into that team. And also there's a legacy in Florida, I will say, of um, like the first, you know, cable network we essentially had out here was TNT and that was Ted Turner's network and he uh-huh. owned the Braves and so if you wanted to watch baseball any if the only way you could watch a single team regularly throughout the season was to watch the Braves on TNT and wow. so in the southeast united states anyway and so mm-hmm. that is why the southeast united states is a fan of the Braves and not just people from Georgia or Atlanta mm-hmm. um which is probably why it has the number two or three fan base to the, you know, the Dodgers and the Yankees, which because even though it's just the Atlanta team, it seems like Philadelphia would even have a bigger fan base. Maybe they do not these mm-hmm. days, but um, especially in the 90s, I know that Atlanta was like the big team at the moment, the mid-90s anyway
1: so i think what like what what resonates with me about what you just said is also the idea that i can just enjoy the game for what it is i don't have to have like a stake in a side i don't have to know anything i can right and i mean this is also what i've this is actually one of the ways that i first started getting into baseball in the first place which which was that my cousin lived near dodger stadium
0: oh that's a great way
1: and uh her, her brother was a big uh like fan of sports a sports liker right uh is that and, the same Dodger just...
0: Stadium that exists today same yes. okay cool yeah
1: yeah cool. Because, i mean it's you know it's been upgraded and modernized now of course like you know sections wings get yeah. you know added and you know blah 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 but
0: but wow cuz um, the Braves have been in three different physical locations since the 90s which is pretty pretty wild
1: no dodgers dodger stadium has been dodger stadium since it was built for them and when they you know pushed out all the brown people.
0: wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay i'm yes okay
1: i mean you know that is i'm not gonna disagree you
0: know?
3: it's,
1: it's, uh, you're telling the oh, truth yeah no sure let me actually i don't know if you're familiar with this album by ray cooter about uh about the uh bittersweet reality of uh loving both baseball and los angeles <laughs> i love
0: this this is incredible
1: so i, I you probably know right cooter he's uh you know just a, he's just a guy he, okay. he does music uh he does a lot of music i would probably put him in the like you know bob dylan-esque like style i guess right guy with a Acoustic guitar, does folksy, rocky type of shit. Okay. Um, he's his own guy. I, I, I mean, I think I'm underplaying him. He's, he's done a lot of shit with, like *Buenavista Social Club* and things like that.
0: Oh wow. Um, okay. So he's. That's a famous movie.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's 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 not just some guy, but um. Oh, most, i guess most people don't know about him right like he's he's probably maybe like a warren Zevon kind of a name right that like uh, you either know him or you don't know him i
0: love when we bring up a person on the podcast because then i know him so <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love to learn things yeah right? <laughs> Yes.
1: anyway yeah yeah oh, so this is a great album great album so we, we can use it
0: yeah we will oh it is I'm reading here. I have it. For everyone at home, I'm yeah. reading Wikipedia, and that's what we're doing together.
1: Yeah. Brooklyn yeah. Dodgers. <laughs> well, let me see if I can Yeah.
0: And that was when they moved in the
1: 50s. Yeah, let me see when Dodger Stadium was built, because that's what I don't know. Because they were in, let's see. Dodgers D-62 so it's been there since then so you can see this photo it's of course it's it's mid-century modern
0: yeah right yeah, it's the, the, it's got
1: that vibe the and,
0: trapezoids and mm-hmm. trapezoid hexagon
1: mm-hmm. those that little yeah that hexagon elongated thing that they got the outside of course again like i said they've got they're still constantly expanding it
3: That's
0: you know fascinating but, that they have um you know they also have the largest seating of any Mhm yes
3: mm-hmm
0: wow mm-hmm. oh and then mm-hmm. they switched the seats out as well what a mm-hmm. job that must be holy i can't even mm-hmm. imagine swapping out every seat in the stadium mm-hmm. That... Mm-hmm.
1: yeah these stairs are lovely i love going up those stairs it's got an escalator now too but um you're telling me you wouldn't race your little niece, nephew, nibbling, whatever, like up those stairs going, Let's go.
0: And they have a little <laughs> ice cream cone or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. Whatever. I'll race you yeah. buy popcorn.
0: Oh my god, yes. Well No,
1: and of course and of course it's also surrounded by the beauty of Los Angeles. I, I personally think that uh uh it's got the like subtle LA architecture touches that you can not you're not going to find them anywhere else you know and uh yeah cuz they're so uniquely they, they they're the, they're that mid-century modern that LA can only be you know although i will give it to a giant stadium uh for uh, also being right by the ocean i think we've mentioned that
0: yes that's true sometimes uh, uh home run balls end up uh getting caught by mm-hmm. people in kayaks you know?
3: mhm mhm
0: that happened. Uh, someone on our team did that earlier this year. It's pretty cool. Oh. It, happens, <laughs> it only happens. It only happens like 10 times a year. So it's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it's not that freak. I mean, because even, even uh, I don't, I mean, who knows how many home runs even happen in that stadium.
0: Yes, exactly. And um, something I've learned in this past season sp- specifically is that. Um, there is an entire strategy, a long, long-term strategy that goes into... Although you are allowed to change your outfield shape year to mm-hmm. year between seasons, there is a very long-term strategy that goes into shaping your outfield. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. I don't know if many mm-hmm. uh, non-baseball fans know that. But <clears throat> your your outfield shape is basically a mathematical equation. And Kathy would probably understand a lot better than I. But imagine you have a total amount of surface area, essentially, to like spread around. That's exactly how... The outfield shape is, you know, you're open, you're left open as a designer of the park between seasons to define the shape, but it has to essentially equal the same math as, like, every other outfield. It's (laughs) pretty interesting. It has to be very complicated. I assume you have to understand (laughs) geometry at a much higher level than I do, but... Or at least multiple variables in your head at the same time, but it's pretty fascinating. That's why, like, the green monster can exist, (laughs) but yet other teams don't have something like that or the braves have something like half as big made of brick on one side and then mm-hmm. a quarter as big on the other side and kind of mm-hmm. even evens out about-
1: i mean and a lot of, I, I mean so like talking about the like outfield <clears throat> right and the like all of that stuff right because i think some people uh uh uh, it may come as a surprise to people that first of all, no, not every single baseball field is the exact same size.
0: Yeah, that would paper. surprise most people, I right? think. Yeah.
1: So I the the thing that's a square, the thing that's all of the bases, that is the same. Yes. Right. The the part that's all the dirt where all the people run around, that is all the same. It's all the shit beyond that, right? So right. I'm explain that to all the non-baseball listeners right some people are like, "Oh, that's right. Yes, shit, right yes
0: right kathy's doing a better job so yes.
1: you and i were we're goobers we i knew and understood exactly so here i did i pulled up a picture because you know pics
0: <laughs> yeah i just tried <laughs> to scroll your web. <laughs> it's like why isn't this scrolling
1: <laughs> oh wait i could give you control
0: Oh, okay yeah me, uh...
1: i think you can request re- remor- re- auto accept all requests okay i'm yeah. grabbing
0: the control bar i'm grabbing the little like, scroll here
1: i'm i'm gonna do the annotate spotlight so you can see where we are
0: can i oh there we go <laughs> okay okay gonna...
1: take over i think you can control my screen now
0: <laughs> okay i'm gonna click on your <coughs> oh do i have to like enable it on my end I have to,
1: uh, yeah, I think you have to request.
0: Annotate? Uh, I
1: don't know where. No, you have no. to go to. Let me see. Uh, mouse.
0: Do I have your mouse? Yes.
1: Now? Yes, maybe.
0: No, let me see. Hold on. I'm going to see. It's OK. We can clip any of this out. I'm
1: just, oh, here. I'm going to give mouse keyboard. I'm going to give it to click you.
0: Start. Uh, click to start the remote control of the shared screen. OK. There we go. Yeah, it's working. All right. Look at this! Now I can scroll the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is cool.
1: Isn't that crazy? It's this also
0: crazy. Totally crazy. So this is what I mean about Zoom, though. I don't know how Microsoft Teams works. Mm-hmm. Once again, I've never used yeah. it, but, but probably shitty. This is pretty cool.
1: So yeah, so in the outfield.
0: Oh, it even lets me like, use like my, my scroll mouse. Okay.
1: There's even yeah, there's even like I guess I guess if I were to oversimplify it for our listeners. Yes um let's all imagine that i give each of uh, i give you a hundred tiles right like bathroom tiles and i have a hundred yeah. bathroom tiles and right we each get the same amount of tiles but we can make this side shorter that side longer and yeah, again, that's that's a crazy oversimplification because I think there's all these other extra rules that exist. Yes. There's like minimums and maximums.
0: <laughs> there are. It has it to be at least be... 314 feet, I believe.
1: Mm-hmm. It has to, yeah, like there's there are like all these like constraints, as it were. But like I said, an oversimplification for our listeners. Right. So uh, so they can at least follow along. And then that's that's why every single baseball field is different.
0: And I think, uh, for viewers at home, the maximum extent is like 420-something feet. So the variable in any park at some point can be about 100 feet Huge. distance. It's a yeah. big, Huge. big distance. It's an extra third or a quarter on the distance you would have to get, depending on one side versus the other. Um, which
1: and so this is why it's know. easier for left-handed batters sometimes that's to right. hit a home run in a certain arc. Correct. Because their trajectory of their ball is going to have to, like, they'll have to go only 350 feet, let's say, to hit the home run. The right-handed batter would have to hit it the full 400, whatever, you know, so.
0: Exactly. And that's why. And that's why.
1: That's all the nerd shit of baseball. And so if you're a nerd, like you don't even have to listen, like you don't even have to pay attention to players. Yeah. You could simply pay attention to shit like, Oh, I wonder which, which, which of anybody is going to be able to hit a home run out of eight, out of giant state.
0: And and statistically, because of its weird shape. Yeah. How about this? Statistically, here's a really fun fact for any baseball observer or anyone who doesn't know baseball at all. The uh, Coors Field, where the, um, where the Denver team plays, uh, is, has the highest occurrence of home runs of any field by a lot, and it's because of their altitude and wind. The wind blows in a way that carries it from infield to outfield, and so every player who goes there, well, every hitter, and every, um, every hitter loves it. Every pitcher hates it because it makes their ERA go up like no matter where they are in the season because there's almost certainly going to be more home runs it's pretty interesting
1: if if you're a math nerd but don't really like sports i really suggest get into shapes (laughs) and the shapes yeah i really suggest it it is it is sick as shit right so like this so brian you know i was just saying like uh uh, depending on what with catching the bee in my bonnet, mm-hmm. like what the, you know, uh, I wouldn't know players or something, but sometimes I would be like, oh yeah, no, there's no way they're going to, that, that's like 415 feet. There's no way they're going to be able to do that.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you look at a player's spray chart and they do this before a game, that's how they assign for everyone at home. A spray chart is imagine if you looked at a line that followed the path of every ball. The player ever hit for the entire season, particularly at this stadium or, or whatever. And you can use that like what they've done at other stadiums to kind of say like, well, they always hook it out and right like 35 degrees. And if we address this player now at home, it's caught in the outfield. But here it's always going to be a home run. So we'll, we'll okay. address this player against this left or right handed pitcher you know uh, alternative hand Mm -hmm. or something and so the starting lineup is especially probably the most important moment for offense is the first nine people that come up in the first time they make their appearance because Mm -hmm. most of why they are arranged in that order is for that specific one through nine happening now i mean of course it it affects things later in the game but that it it is like the starting pitcher has been thought about for a couple days and they're saying this handedness switchback is going to be perfect. We're going to do right, left, right, left, right, left, and it's going to throw them off. Or we're going to start all left-handers on this right-handed, you know. And it's, it's really interesting. Now, some teams don't see it that way. Uh, the Mets are a team that sees it that way. The the Yankees are a team that says we always want to keep everyone in the starting order that we want because we use a special, and this is true, they use a computer algorithm to tell them what is most likely, and they run simulated games in a computer to tell them, like, what is the most uh, the Mets have done that in the past, although they may have given that up. But um, I know that Buck Showalter, the manager of the um, the Mets, is, um, despite losing so many games, actually uh, supposed to be, like, the top programmer of lineups. Not that it helped so them anywhere. So, for,
1: for our nerd listeners, I really highly suggest you go to Wikipedia, the Nectar of the Gods, yeah. Prometheus, mm-hmm. the fire, the knowledge bringer.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: Jimmy, what's his name? Jimmy, Jimmy
0: Wales. You <laughs> should read the Wikipedia you know, article on this. Jimmy Wales. Jimmy,
1: Jimmy Wales is a household name in this household. I it, will admit tr- that. And right? this household I, I, too. Yeah, we just. <laughs> it's nuts, man. Yeah, because I was like, Jimmy, what's his name? And you're like, Wales.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't know Jimmy Wales. Yeah. <laughs> the whaler. So we call him down at the <laughs> oh, <yeah>. office.
1: <laughs> Win bad the whaler, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, to our listeners, go over to the Wikipedia and just type in "list of current major league baseball stadiums." Yeah, and yeah, you will. Again, you don't have to go into the to the team or the player or the coach or the owner. I mean, you can get lost in all that shit. And you don't even have to get lost in batting averages or who's the best player, right? You can yeah just attendance even who's the most popular park right just even shit like that all all kinds of different shit
0: what's the Uh, biggest park with the most capacity that it never gets filled what has the Mm -hmm. largest unsold percentage and it would be the Oakland A's Mm -hmm. (laughs) every single day all season
1: how how many are using artificial turf
0: I think six or seven and they're trying to get rid of them because players hate it and they get hurt more Yeah. yeah And they, they say that it, like, um, makes running uh, a lot more dangerous. So, like, they, their feet get caught, I guess.
1: <laughs> and it's microplastics. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. The, uh, back in the 19... Oh, yeah, that's right. Especially because on in in, in turf... That's right. An artificial turf. Like, you know, not... So this is something that you'll see maybe in a football game, although it is true for baseball games as well. When you see a football player run an artificial turf and you're like, wow, there's that like, it's weird that they have like fake dirt coming up like underneath their feet, but that's actually like, that's, that's them tearing up the field, like underneath their feet. Like, yes, there is a composite down there that is supposed to like act like quote unquote dirt that helps it like, um, drain better actually. So it's there for. uh, but yeah, think about that. Oh, Coming up wow. and getting in the mouth, the mouth and lungs. What's up?
1: Fenway Park opened in 1912, first oldest. Wrigley Field opened in 1914, second oldest. Dodger Stadium 1962, third oldest. That's quite a gap, my friend.
0: That is huge. Well, that Where means did all of
1: our baseball stadiums go?
0: I think they
1: all tore them down and made new ones. That's what happened.
0: It's the I think the oh, whites. I'm sad. I know this would have been different. I think even six years ago.
1: Damn it, Wikipedia spreadsheet sorter thing. Well,
0: it is. It, it should be noted. How dare you? It should be noted that this is a list of active views. I don't think that this is. I think that some of the old oh. ones are still like left empty or used for like little league championships, but old Yankee stadium that's gone. And the old chase stadium, of course, um, actually chase stadium might be a parking lot now. Now that I think about it, but polo grounds, for example, the polo grounds, I believe still exist, don't they? The original uh, baseball field.
1: Let's see. It was like
0: in Pennsylvania or something. Or...
1: Types. Modern, multipurpose, converted, wooden, current. <laughs>
0: converted. <laughs> From old ball or whatever. History. Oh, I like this.
1: History of team nicknames. That's sick. Dead ball era, live ball era. Yeah,
0: the dead ball era is interesting. That had to do with everything with field length, I think. Um, yeah.
1: Okay, I'm gonna. I, okay, I'm gonna. So the
0: dead ball era. Uh
1: huh.
0: The the dead ball era was defined by I believe it was like the 19 teens to like um, the mid 30s I want to say, or maybe it was actually earlier than that. But it, it what it is is the outfield's were all too big, and the MLB or whatever it was at the time, the organizations, um realized that through the absence of home runs that they were not getting the fans as excited and they you know fans getting excited ie buying more alcohol was literally what it was at the time uh, Brian
1: I have wonderful news
0: so they brought them back yes
1: you will be thrilled delighted mm-hmm. to discover <clears throat> that Wikipedia does not have but a current major league baseball stadiums list but a former major league baseball stadiums list because of course as i was telling all of our nerd listeners if you can imagine a statistic about baseball a nerd has already gotten to it so you don't have to like you don't have to like rediscover the wheel you can just come on over to wikipedia the you know the free encyclopedia the world's reference uh home and just <laughs> just true. look it up just look it up you know so let's see Let, let's sort by date
0: yeah let's sort by date look at this opened
1: 1884
0: altoona pennsylvania
1: oh no this is this is that's the alpha sort guess there we go oh, okay i guess we're not completely sure when these opened or closed And then down here we start to get into the years, the confirmed dates. So these are probably maybe uh, it looks like (laughs) rumored baseball
0: teams.
1: (laughs) Rumored, rumored locations. (laughs) Uh,
0: That is really funny to think that that is the situation that we're dealing with when baseball was in the 1800s. Okay, how about this? Think just pause for a moment. What was the world like in 1882? We're talking no we're how about the 18th baseball. <laughs> we are we're talking uh we're talking like reformation era baseball <laughs> We're talking. did you like... ever
1: see <laughs> did you ever see that bit where conan o'brien went to the old-timey baseball league
0: oh i think i have like no i had it's not it's not in my memory but i think i have seen like a conan with like a old-timey baseball outfit before but Oh, my God. This is great.
4: <laughs> Let me talk about something that's well really been on my mind lately, besides <sighs> drafting an NBA player. Um, and that's summer. Summer is finally here. Just the other day, it officially became uh, yeah, summer.
1: It's winter here Let's now. Yeah. We had a freeze overnight.
4: <laughs> oh, cool. Followed by fall, fall (laughs) rules. Well anyway, summer is such a great time of year. School's out, the weather's really amazing. And for most Americans, summer, let's face it, means baseball, a lot of baseball fans out there. I'm a
5: huge baseball,
4: huge baseball fan myself. And recently I heard, this is a true story, I heard about a place called Old Bethpage Village in Long Island. And uh, here's what they do in Old Bethpage Village. I heard about this and and a couple people on staff knew about it. They play old fashioned baseball the way it used to be played in the 1800s. And they really take it seriously. I'm talking old time uniforms, old time bats, old time rules. They use the old time way of speaking. And uh, it sounded really fascinating. So uh, I went out there and I took a camera crew along (laughs) and here's what happened. Hi, I'm at Old Bethpage Village Restoration where they play old time baseball, 1864 rules 1864 costumes. Some say a waste of time, others say an incredible waste of time. <laughs> this is Gary Monty Gary, you are the umpire.
0: actually referee in 1864.
4: There are some terms that everyone uses here mm-hmm. which are appropriate to 1864. Do you mind if we review these right now? Sure. Um, First of all, a pitcher is called a hurler. Fans are cranks, rooters, birds, and bugs. That's correct. You have a pencil behind your ear. What's that for?
0: Well, I have to keep score. I have to keep score during the game.
4: So this is an authentic 1860s pencil. Yes. What do you write the score on?
0: I have uh, a number of things.
4: Wait, can I see what's in here? Sure, no, you want to see that.
0: Oh my God. That's the granola bar.
4: Granola bar. What are your professions? What do you think you did in 1864? Probably a farmer. You were a farmer? Yeah. You? Same here. You were a farmer as well? Yes. I'm a farmer. You're a farmer? I'm a farmer. You're a farmer as well? Everyone's going with this farmer thing. No one ever says, I'm a kickboxer or anything. (laughs) If you think the people playing 1864 baseball are intense, Check out the people watching it. You're <laughs> <laughs> the groupies. It's 1864, <laughs> and you're out looking for some uh, some man action. Is that the idea?
1: They would. The men would invite us to come and watch them
4: play. Okay. And uh, are there certain players that you have? Who, who do you have the crushes on? Who do you guys like? Come on. What do you like? Um, the man that was playing shortstop next to me before played made a lot of great catches. So okay, pretty... you like him? What about yeah. you? Do you have a crush on anybody? No, sir. No, <laughs> sir.
0: In character.
4: I'm being very forward, which would make you shy. Plus, I have cameras
0: which don't even exist yet. She's <laughs> laughed. <father's> <laughs> They had to Everybody. put her off frame. She probably
1: knows farmer, firmer, firmer, firmer. who he is so, he really well. You know? She and looks like a fan. She looks pretty goth. Oh. Oh yeah, well, there no, you go,
4: it's so. Taylor. He makes clothes for the farmer. <laughs> He's What's a farmer. Farmer? And your father?
1: My father's pest. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's a terrible reaction.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: 1864, and I come walking into the town. Good-looking fellow, six foot four, shock of red hair. Tell me, you ladies wouldn't be kind of interested, right? I might be. And you? Absolutely. And you? You are the tallest man I've seen in a while. And then finally, you. I'm married. You're married? <laughs> what's the guy? What's he do?
1: He's fighting.
4: He's fighting. Oh, he's fighting in the Civil War. For the north?
3: Yeah, indeed.
4: Well, I hope he returns home safely. But if he doesn't, if he gets killed, would you be interested then? Yes, sir. Okay. Let's just hope that guy gets blowed up real soon. Yes. <laughs> Why aren't you off at war? Uh, flat-footed? Yeah, that's Flourish. really made a difference when they needed yeah. to look. They were shooting people out of cannons in 1864. They didn't care if they were flat-footed. Actually... That's something- they they throw other people at them you seem peevish right now i hope i have not caused you vexation or any unpleasant cogitation (laughs) i wish to where does it say get it on harvard harvard educated man still waiting for your husband to come back from the civil war you know that guy ain't coming back I saw. Yeah. I was down. I was in the Civil War and I was fighting and I saw him. <laughs> acting <great> very cowardly. I <laughs> said, "All going to get killed. Let's get out of here." And then he made up to die. This is all true stuff, so I laugh. <laughs> Guys, swings both ways. I'm sorry. That gentleman likes to ply his seed in the other melon patch. <laughs>
0: This is incredible.
5: If that was any lower, I'd have to dig to Hades itself to find the apple. (laughs) Why not dig a trench? Then the ball would be as low as you seem to wish it to be. (laughs) That was no strike.
1: tried to go do 50 cups with him <laughs> by the <laughs> hurler.
5: <laughs> Despicable, deplorable. Some of the worst apple hurling and stick matching I've seen. You hit like a bunch of old men that fought in the Spanish-American war. <laughs> not even fought yet. <laughs> I'd like to take the whole lot of you, and thrash you with this hand! Then bash you with this hand! Then take both hands and give you a massage just to loosen you up! Now, let's get back out there, and show that other team why our life expectancy is only 39 years! (laughs) Thanks for the cool breeze! It was most cooling on my mustache! Please cool me again! You, Irish, back a few. <laughs> more, top, more to the left. Palsy, more to the right. <laughs> Rickets, down close. Rickets. Get it, get it, you fool! By on the trolley. Someone catch that sphere. You ass! What's wrong with you? This one's for you now. <laughs>
0: That's right. He can play banjo. Oh
5: my God. Uh, we'll take a little break when we come back. Michael Moore is here. Stick around.
0: Wow, that's the second or third time we've had uh, <laughs> Michael Moore be mentioned on the show. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah we talked about him in like one of the first episodes. talked about his uh, TV oh. weird his original mm. TV show he made.
1: Ah yeah yeah
0: <sighs> wow that was uh that was fascinating so i i um I went to a, a well kathy you know this, but I, I went to a, a postseason game <clears throat> and I got to take in the atmosphere and let me tell you, when you're in a postseason game and you're taking in the atmosphere um, and you you get shut out. Um, people never truly get excited in the first place.
1: <laughs> so it was called Truest Park. Is yes, that correct?
0: That is correct. Which okay. used to Mark. be like SunTrust, is now is Truest.
1: I like to just refer to them by their team personally. Yeah. Just go to the Atlanta Stadium or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean that's usually they just say here in Atlanta. I assume in the broadcast they say that because they're contractually obligated. To the name
1: of it. I do if, if one goes to the Wikipedia page from the current Major League Baseball list and into Truist Park, you will see the really cool shape that it has. It's yeah.
0: Cool. Oh, yeah. It does um, fairly even, but they do keep it to the. Oh. Wow. That's It'll even tell
1: you the kind of grass that it's using.
0: It's quite beautiful. If when it it's flowers. using grass. Wow. Yeah, right. Not that they ever let it go to that. But...
1: Biscuit grass, seashore paspalum, saltwater couch, silt grass, and swamp couch. Paspalum vaginatum. Oh, oh it's... found a new thing to make fun of <laughs> the Atlanta Braves for.
3: Well,
1: oh, you've got a I'll have you've to got give that vaginal pap the... for your. <laughs> Something.
0: I'll have to give that to the uh Phillies fans. Well no, we're already kicked out. They don't need to kick us while we're down. Our postseason's over. But no, I'll we'll ha- save it for next. Yeah. P- Paspalum Vaginatum. That's ours. Yep. How about that? So yeah, that was an interesting experience. Um fans uh uh, it turns out they don't really get mad when they're losing in a postseason game the entire time. They just kind of get sad and quiet. And that's kind of basically what happens. They get on their feet only in the most final moments. But it, honestly, it was really fun. I had a great time.
1: So uh,
0: tell it's us more,
1: if you can, yes. if you want to. Yeah. A little bit more about like what, like, what exactly where exactly were you okay like
0: yeah so because it
1: seems like a quite a
0: yeah i mean
1: i'll say even for for non-baseball lovers uh, i would say it's kind of a a deal it's kind of like a big deal i'd say yeah
0: it's true okay so so i went to um and it was
1: during the nlds series right so it
0: was i went to game one of the nlds series uh with uh, uh the phillies at atlanta the Braves there in uh, Truist Park. And uh, I had to get, the hardest part was actually securing the tickets and the hotel room, which I almost didn't secure the hotel room in time. The hotel room is also part of the story because it's actually kind of like a ticket, which I will now recognize this for future occurrences of visiting the park. But, um, so uh, let's see, the day before, like a few weeks ago, I had like, go online and get in some crazy waiting room. It was much harder than even getting a ticket for Comic-Con. It's pretty crazy. Like, even with Comic-Con, you have to be on a list beforehand with this situation. I had to be, like, on an email list beforehand. You had to get a code to go in a room, and you have to wait in the room. And then maybe, just maybe, you're, like, lucky enough to, like, click on the thing. that's every, you know, 50,000 other people are, like, clicking on the thing. And uh, So the way that it works is you're looking at a seat map of zones of the stadium and it's very strange i imagine this is m- probably a lot similar to what it would be like if you're trying to get a ticket to like a, say a taylor swift concert or something like that so you have like her fan club that probably gets like prim- pr- you know extra early access to like look at certain seat sections and stuff like that but then it goes up to like an hour later like a public sale or something like that. i imagine that's how it works and that's how it worked here essentially so when I was looking at the list of reserve tickets, uh, it was everything in the entire stadium was flashing back and forth as available or unavailable. I think because like, it's sort of like that thing where like, if you have something in your cart, it's like held, but then some people just want to see <laughs> if it's available and then goes back and forth. So I really, you know, in the five minutes I was spending being indecisive, trying to see the, what the prices of tickets were in certain locations. Um, all of a sudden, like the section behind home plate opened up and I was like, holy shit (laughs) this is like my once in a lifetime it went from like unavailable the entire time to like you know four tickets being available in this one section I was like holy shit I have to try this and it went through and it worked and I it must have been like it it unlocked at a certain moment or like someone was gonna buy the tickets or something but either way I jumped right on it and got in there on like the pre-sale essentially like the first the final few minutes of the pre-sale in fact where I was about to give up I was about to say like forget this because like the only affordable tickets that weren't going to be like worth the once-in-a-lifetime kind of experience of sitting like back behind home plate um you know but for in that situation it worked out and I got to have that experience so then I had to get the hotel and I went to try to get the hotel like seconds later opened up booking.com the app and was like searching for the park that is attached to the the stadium and literally, it says this is the last room. Huh? Got it. Locked in. It was crazy. I was, like, so screwed unless I got the hotel room. Then I would have had to do a lot more work searching around um, downtown Atlanta, which is, like, the main – it's, like, the only hotel on that spot, you know, by design because it, yeah. it can hold a lot of people. But um, mm-hmm. So that was a pretty interesting. But then the hotel room itself is, like – I didn't even know this, but we we wouldn't have had to get tickets to the game. (laughs) Like, you could just sit on the balcony and watch the game and turn on the TV channel that has the audio and just, like, listen to it. It's crazy. Um, But we, I mean, we thought we'd have a good view, but not like that before we showed up. So that was pretty cool.
3: Uh,
0: The only thing is, on the bottom floor, when you get that seat, you know, and it was priced appropriately for the postseason. You know, I assume that if you went and learned the regular season, it would be, like, half the price, which would be a great deal for essentially a front a luxury seating experience for like two people plus the hotel room it actually works out to a great deal um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> i think it would probably be like maybe 800 bucks for like the whole experience it's pretty cool so um like oh no one's supposed to be here it's okay no one's
1: here let's see if the dog reacts
0: hold on yeah let's see
6: Your doctor hey, going on. no one's
0: here. Okay. But yeah, it was a it was a pretty uh pretty interesting pretty interesting experience. (laughs) Um, I really, uh, really enjoyed it. The reason I'm avoiding uh, talking about my experience of the game is because quite honestly we lost 0-3 so there's nothing really to talk about. There was no offensive activity. I think we only got people on base twice so it was real bad. But... The um, stadium itself is absolutely beautiful. That was really the best part was just going to the stadium where I watched basically 100 and let's say 55 mm. of the 162 games this year so or you know well the home games anyway. Mm. It was amazing being able to see everything in real life that they show on TV and just kind of walk around the area where the fans hang out and go to some of the um, restaurants and bars around the area. That was really fun mm. because I think it's you know the experience that the local fan gets to have you know on a monthly basis or something. <laughs> So, um, that was kind of neat. It's kind of special. It was a great, uh, you know, postponed birthday kind of experience or, you know, offset birthday experience. Yeah. And, uh, I would definitely do it again. I would go during the, here's what I would say. If you wanted to go to, number one, every team will have something like this in the future um i think this is kind of a little bit of an experiment on the mlb's idea of for me i will say i kept saying this the whole time i was there this is like disneyland except baseball or except braves <laughs> braves baseball flavored disneyland because the battery area that they constructed they basically made like an entire it's like
1: a downtown disney yes
0: they did they made it down it was completely surrounding the park in all directions they have made yeah this like whole downtown area. It's really cool. You'll find
1: a Ruckers. There might be a Dave & Busters. Yeah, it's that kind There's of stuff. There's definitely gonna be a Chili's. One hundred percent,
0: and it's all walkable too. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually really um, it's not in like Atlanta proper. It's just north of Atlanta in Cobb County, right on the edge of Cobb County. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know who's here. No Dangle.
1: One. It's okay. they're just they're just alarmed you know they're just doing their job they're doing doing their their job job. there's there's you know again there's probably uh you know that suspicious package carrier probably (laughs) back except except next door he's got to tell the neighbors you know so he's got to bark louder she's gotta (laughs) gotta make sure the neighbors can hear hey guy he came to our door too
0: yes true we have to have to let her talk (laughs) um no it was it was a wonderful time it was a great experience I think that that really is like the beginning of um I know because we actually have the second newest park there is a newer park now I believe the uh Seattle Mariners had the newest park now the second newest park was the one that they have in miami I believe it's absolutely beautiful uh it was I went there last year and it was like it looked like it had just been built like even though it was three years old at that point
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and yeah, I can highly the recommend. only
1: the Texas only the Texas Rangers have a newer oh, one. There yes.
0: you go. Okay, okay, yeah, and um completely um incredible facilities. It, look in Atlanta, it really did look like Disneyland level experiences, and there, there was nothing. There was not a single spot of dirt anywhere. It was like completely perfect. So very impressive, and. I watched them do the work that it takes to keep that place clean because, you know, we we're sitting in we – were in the hotel room, like, on the balcony, you know, hitting the vape pen whatever, like – and watching the groundskeepers, like, at 3 a.m. or, you know, watching them, like – so what they do is – this is what happens every night because I saw them before each game. So after the previous game or whatever they had there, some fans in the park were watching them train the day before, and then we got there, and they were doing some in-park training – and then they had to prepare for the next day. And every day that there's fans in there, at the after the fans go, and then before the fans show up, they pressure wash the in every single row. And that's how they actually get that trash that's like on the floor, the peanut shells and stuff. Is they take like a, an actual pressure washer. A gas-powered pressure washer, and they, like, leave it at the top of the stands, and then they go down each row and just, like, blast each one out. That's cool. Um, But you could see, like, ten of them going at once. It must have been insanely loud over there. We could hear it, like, from where we were. It was crazy, but it was very, very cool. They just go and hose them all out. Um, We got to see them every single step they took in the grass. There is, like, way more steps that they take on the grass um, before a game than I had ever imagined. It's not just mowing it. It's not just, like, they're going out there and, like, hydrating it at, like, select intervals. So not, not anything you ever see. Like, you see, you know, uh, B-roll before a game of them, like, hosing, you know, like, who knows what the fuck they're doing. But they go out there, like, you know, it seems like it's set, like, I don't know, hour and a half. They're going out there and, like, wetting the field so precisely and making sure the clay is, seems like the right wetness, too. Um, incredible.
1: Can't be too wet. No, I heard it in a Steinbrenner voice.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know that players have a preference like in that picture. Which like is a certain actually way. a
1: Larry David voice. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: oh, that's right. Oh my God, it is. It's right. not,
1: but you know, well, it, it's in, uh, in Seinfeld, right? It's it is Larry the back David of Larry David's
0: voice. head. Yeah. yeah is,
1: really. And i doing the voice. yeah. yeah. Anyway, but uh, anyway,
0: so here, yeah, here, another baseball.
1: beautiful thing.
0: I'll probably hear another.
1: (laughs) I don't think you should. I mean, look at all this beautiful baseball chat. Look, I want to keep talking about baseball. Great.
0: Let's keep going then. Well, uh, maybe
1: we do. Well, here's this.
0: Oh, because we we can do a part two.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we can do a part two. Well, we can wrap the baseball talk.
3: Okay.
1: Maybe with this idea. Look at this,
0: Brian. Yes.
1: Here at the very bottom of the list of current major baseball stadiums. Yes. Wikipedia has and the nerds love at Wikipedia, the community nerds over at Wikipedia have done us the wonderful favor of having separated out the different types of fields across the Unite these wonderful United States, the lower forty eight, however. Yeah. None in Hawaii or in Alaska and indicated Missed Opportunity which divisions they belong to color-coded which is very lovely to see and then you can actually see so i just had a an epiphany while looking at this map brian yes and that's this one yes i have seen a very similar map that doesn't have the stadiums on it but instead is a map of uh, fandoms
0: okay i thought you were going to say a a a... (laughs) Go on. I thought you were going to say a list of likely zones to be targeted by nuclear warheads. Actually.
1: Oh no that that would that would be pretty cool. I mean it would be.
0: But let me let's please take a look at this map instead of. But this is what fallout. I was thinking. Yes, of. thank you.
1: I mean it could still be that. I mean mm-hmm. like
3: that
0: that. Yeah, there's vast clouds. Look the Rockies.
1: That's yeah. totally gonna be NORAD. Yeah, exactly. It's their problem.
0: We got a uh, look.
1: New Mexico is spared. Okay, so...
0: <laughs> of baseball fandom. I'm
1: close. On baseball's <laughs> borders.
0: Wait, mm-hmm. that's actually very... But I used to talk to plenty of people in New Mexico who were, like, you know, into one team or another for baseball.
1: But see, look, this is all grayed out. I feel like maybe they forgot to even ask New Mexico because they were like, oh, no wait, that's that's Mexican teams.
0: <laughs> Statistically irrelevant. Not enough
1: people. Here, let, let, let's speak. <laughs> look, we're not even named not even named
0: wait and what about virginia people in virginia don't like baseball impossible okay let's uh are they f- into the football oh
3: oh yeah i don't know okay
1: well see look and then huh. so then you look up here in like wyoming and the dakotas utah right yeah so i've seen maps like this and maybe these are disputable right i mean we can we can let me see hold on let me
0: move this i will say that rays and marlins is regional even in florida it's not like if you live in florida you're a marlins fan or a rays fan it's like you live in tampa or you live in miami and those are, it's usually why you're a fan otherwise you're probably a fan from somewhere else of another team So, look at that. Braves really does cover the entire Southeast. I wasn't just making that up.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: But what the. Yeah, I guess. I guess there's whole areas where maybe there's not enough data. Maybe there's. Maybe you talked about baseball, but no one fandom dominated the. The charts, as it were. Yeah. In those areas, right? Maybe that's what that means.
0: You're only a White Sox fan if you come from the lakeside of chicago i guess
1: mm-hmm. i guess
0: wow yeah that's very specific fandom
1: yeah but everywhere well you know and it's not that there aren't white Sox fans elsewhere it's that they probably listed cubs higher right if this was like a ranked choice of, i don't i don't know how the fuck that you know i don't know how the new york times look did at some these of these stats.
0: outliers though They're, that's kind of fascinating we mm-hmm. have uh, we have one county that's listed as Pirates fans in like Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> oh, this one right here, yeah. Very uh-huh. odd. You know why? It's because uh, somebody moved over there from Pittsburgh.
0: It started like a Pirates and, bar,
1: and they and they yeah, and they. Uh, they married a prominent Oklahoma family and everyone became Pirates fans.
0: You're right. Kathy, that's literally or what something. I was thinking of in my head. I like how we have the similar fantasy explanations for things. Anyway.
1: I mean, that's basically what happened. I mean, look, there's this one over here. This oh, is yeah, supposed to yeah. be what? The Red Sox?
0: Yeah. Look at that. What county in New Mexico is repping the Red Sox? What a strange, funny thing.
1: So that's here's Santa Fe. That's Los Alamos. What's Los Alamos? Red Sox.
0: Oh, it's Red Sox because of all the people from uh, MIT and whatever, you know. Learned. Ah,
1: fuck these assholes. The
0: Ivy schools. That's what it yeah.
1: Is. Uh.
0: That's an interesting little note. I wonder if that's what the other outliers are. I wonder if like an Oklahoma one is where there's like a lab. Lawrence Is that where Lawrence Livermore is?
1: Oh, maybe. Let's see. Let's see what county this is.
0: That would be so funny if baseball fandom was actually spread by intellectuals who have moved away from their point of education.
1: Harding County. Harding fucking County for some reason.
0: Weird. We're going to need to like Google Harding County Red Sox, yeah.
1: Yeah. Harding County. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah.
0: Huh. Yeah, fuck them though. Yeah. Weird very very weird fuck look at these fools up here in in Mariners country that are like we're Red Sox fans too like yeah fuck them what is that
1: are these are, are these are those are the white supremacist enclaves oh. we hear about in the Pacific Northwest
0: you know what is really funny for a couple of minutes until we saw the the goth girl that Conan was making jokes from I was like well Conan is wise enough to know what he was getting himself into if that was the case but <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe.
1: look and then here's a Chicago we Cubs all fandom all the way up here in look uh, at that. Montana
0: yeah or yeah.
1: Wyoming what is that
0: What's a, what's the biggest oh. city in Montana?
1: That Montana?
0: Dubuque? I, oh, that's,
1: I don't <laughs> I don't know what state that is. It's it's uh, north of Idaho.
0: Yeah, it's the one that has Nixon's face on it. So that's Montana. Cuz Colorado,
1: this is Wyoming, that's Montana. Oh, N- Nixon's face.
0: Mhm. That's all I remember.
1: <gasps> I've never noticed that before. Yeah, it's like and a I silhouette. love Nixon. It's
0: like a silhouette of his face. Yeah. <laughs>
1: i'm gonna call it nixon montana now that's gonna be the name of my child do you think that if Um, i if i have a boy i'm gonna name him nixon montana and if i have a girl i'm gonna name her montana nixon
0: (laughs) yes there you go there you go and hopefully both
1: you can have the real duality no once once they grow up they can choose their own name i'm just gonna insist that they have to use like all of the letters (laughs) you can do whatever just take all the letters mix them all up no i love this yes you
0: can anagram it once you get it once you hit 18 you can anagram it
1: yeah and i don't care what like you know Mont nixon
0: yeah i think that this is
1: mon nixon
0: if i watched oliver (laughs) stone's nixon could i understand why you like nixon
1: no, I hate Nixon. I mean I I I mean okay. I so know, I, I know you have I know you have complicated. I know I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. Yeah, no, I guess uh uh to me to me Nixon symbolizes the first time uh like they were all always bad. They've all always been power hungry dipshits, right? But but i feel like nixon was the first time we got like a purse snatching chain pulling like yeah like bumbling like hamburglar
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's true you know what (laughs) it's true wasn't he known for kind of classing down not not in like the kind of lib like way where they're like oh he's classing things down but more of like a he acted like an american in the white house he acted like the average american he like put his feet up on well, the coffee table and said this place sucks and...
1: well i mean and even gerald ford was a fucking dipshit right but like yes but he wasn't like a crook you know what i mean like i guess like hmm. like i mean i'm sure he was right they again as i say i believe they all were and or are right i'm just yeah. saying, oh Mr. Johnson. i'm sorry hold <laughs> on i remember one more thing yes I remembered why I pulled up the map of fandoms in the first place. Oh, Brian. please. Yeah. And I, I can't believe I forgot to actually mention it. Why doesn't it center?
0: I will note on that map that you showed me here. It shows that the tri-county area that we call Southwest Florida has no fandoms. And I think it's because we're all from different places. The people who live yeah. here. So Hmm. Yeah. 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 Although I should say,
1: well, and I right, and that's what I'm going to say. You while the Braves may be a very popular team, but there are no Braves
0: bars here, for example.
1: Right. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, and then I feel like the Rays and the Marlins would essentially balance out the folks who maybe do like it. Right. Again, no, no majority in that area seems like what that means to indicate.
0: Yes. Correct.
1: Or something. I would say no majority
0: is probably the yes it's probably
1: a... i would say more the more accurate one right yeah but that's not to say there aren't baseball fans there as we've said there's a lot of baseball no
0: fans and here. we have we have two uh spring training teams in town um mm-hmm. one of them is owned by the city actually both of them are owned by the city and uh part, part at least one's partly owned by the city and the red Sox. we have the red and sox bet you, here in town
1: now i'll bet you albuquerque is absolutely mentioning the isotopes
0: no doubt yeah um, and they're actually, okay, so, I don't know if you know that, but the Isotopes are actually, I didn't know this until recently, a very, very good minor league team. They're actually oh, like, yeah, they are. They're, uh, they build up all kinds of players that they send up to the major leagues. Pretty cool. Not just a joke team, everyone.
1: <laughs> so it occurred to me also why these maps look the way they do. Not just the outliers, Brian, as we were pointing out, all yes. of the transplants. Yeah. But it's because of the access to the stadium. Yes. Look at this. Oh, yeah. There are no stadiums in, in New Mexico. So if I want to go see a Major League Baseball team, I have to either go up to Denver, or I have to go over to Arizona to see the Diamondbacks, or I have to go to the far eastern part yeah. of Texas, which ain't going to happen if you're from New Mexico.
0: I'm surprised West Texas can't handle a baseball team
1: yeah see so look no wonder these two counties love the rockies they that's the road right up to denver that's how you get up there
0: yes it is so that's just
1: and then no wonder these
0: the interstate goobers
1: over here are fans of the diamondbacks they can drive right they there within driving distance of the stadium
0: and if you even look at new mexico it's literally the line like going yeah. from central new mexico like you can to like you know.
1: yeah Like, I can drive all the way over there to. I may not want to, but I certainly can.
0: Interesting that the fan base of the Astros is mostly around Houston, but Rangers is more of a Texas wide Mm -hmm. fan base. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's a. What's that word? Uh, Where your name determines nominative determinism. Mm -hmm. They've just, Mm -hmm. by calling themselves Houston, if they limited their fan base. Um, see so like hmm.
1: here's 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 atlanta right yes we so when i go over East. to the correct. so if i if i kind of map it like here it is, and like all of the braves fans they're all within driving distance and it feels like that's essentially the extent of it right like so like look
0: it is all this <laughs> so I think that there is if we were sports writers, there would be an article about this map or uh, up to date, more up to date version of this map with more Twitter data from 2023 or whatever.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: But you'd write about each of those uh, outlier markets of people that moved somehow Mm -hmm. and you try to explain Mm -hmm. each one and you would get a lot of clicks on that. Not that we're going to do that, but there we go. Free idea to a writer.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, because like I, I don't I'm not that much of a nerd.
0: Just talking about it was enough to tickle my interest. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. No. I, yeah. It tickled it. I agree.
0: I like the I idea agree. that Canada can only be a fan of one team. It's not like the people who live in Toronto. Some of them are Yankees fans. The Blue Jays. Oh no! Look, it does actually. only
1: like the yeah no like there's one Red Sox outlier. Some there. of
0: Canada is actually defined in there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Mavis, <laughs> let me see map. Canadian of... Red Sox fans. I'm so sorry to you.
1: Maybe map of baseball fans worldwide. Oh, yeah. Someone's made. Someone's gotta made these maps.
0: I bet you Venezuela.
1: we baseball.
0: Venezuela should be like a Braves fan base because a lot of um, incredible players in our team have come from and do currently come from Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Two, two to be precise, currently. Ronald Acuna Jr.
1: Soccer? Why is it... Well, because it's more popular. But that's not what I'm asking here, googly. That's not very nice.
0: Yeah, what is the favorite team of, let's say, any other territory where baseball is popular? But they must watch the MLB. Because I would say right now, more than ever, if you keep track of international baseball and how we are currently recruiting, I should say we, the MLB is currently... Um, the teams are currently recruiting they are pulling a lot more international players and it's not just since Shuhei, although Shuhei was obviously a huge example of that Um, we've been pulling players from australia we've been pulling players from the um, scandinavian leagues it's the only reason that we've started to do this now there have been good players all across the world who play baseball it's Mm -hmm. just that the scouts haven't actually been going out to these places globally until the world baseball classic which is why even though the reason the world baseball classic exists and it's not and it other than to make everyone's heart feel really good and the fact that it costs actually very little compared to even like a couple MLB tournaments um is that uh it allows the international baseball community to basically have a convention and like network and like figure out like oh wow there's really good players in these countries and we should actually send scouts there to recruit because through the, the last baseball, World Baseball Classic, and up to this, um, let's say, the last couple, we have actually uh, recruited quite a few good players um, who were MLB-level players already, but were just, you know, unrecognized in national leagues. And if it's as simple as someone just needs to be there to see you play, then that's and now that is the case that is like what's happening. It actually means the MLB when we have the world series actually is more the world series. Like, for example, if the Braves would have gone to the world series this year, our team has players from, I think like six different countries. So Mm -hmm. I think that at some point it really is like a world series in that respect. Um,
1: So check this out, Brian. Yes. We here be a map of the most popular sport by country, right? So you can see that football, a.k.a. soccer, popular, number one, the world over, right? Like just kind of everywhere. Mm -hmm. You look at the United States, you see its leading sport is actually American-style football, NFL football right and that baseball and basketball are really only popular on the uh let's just say on the places that maybe have winning teams in those areas it's
0: true look at that
1: see yeah and look at this down here yellow most popular in cuba some of the central and uh south american countries definitely in japan right
0: why is baseball popular in nevada gambling yeah okay no well either way but
1: then i found this this one which is the two most popular and you can see that yeah for sure cuba is still in the lead with very much in love with baseball right it is also soccer but then you see mexico Sec- like second like number one is soccer and then number two is baseball and you can see where these like flip or whatever because of these colors yeah baseball soccer this is incredible. right so again yeah look at that
0: this is very good uh, visualization yeah now,
1: and where then, else is... yeah
0: there we go okay so baseball. S- south korea interesting singapore
1: north korea no data
0: Singapore, yeah, there too? amazing.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, wow, this is crazy. So, baseball really does exist. So, that, I mean that that does explain why we get the players from the places that we do. Mm-hmm. Although I do know that Australian baseball is actually like a thing that we now send players to to develop, and we also, I mean, besides Japan, I mean, people do that for money reasons, but, um. We've been sending players to Australian baseball to like play for a couple of years and then come back essentially, to like get better. Fascinating. Yeah. Um. So it said that Minnesota on the other map was the state that had like very specific baseball fandom. So that must mean the Twins. That must be why the stadium here, the uh, Minnesota Twins hammond stadium uh, which is a spring training facility uh, which i went to this year it's it's beautiful classic facility it's been here for 30 years i probably went there as a single digits child i assume Mm -hmm. um that's why it's always packed is because a lot of transplants or people coming to visit i imagine down here if baseball is their number one sport then a lot they're going to sell out that spring training like it does it's a lot of fun. Actually, I would say that's the most fun to have here. It's the most hometown sports thing you're ever going to do is going down to our tiny spring training facility where we have um, our minor league team you know, normally playing throughout the year.
1: I just saw this graph and it made me kind of sad.
0: Yeah. This I,
1: graph... Let me describe it for folks, Uh, says America's favorite spectator sport. Top three answers to Gallup question, what is your favorite sport to watch? And in the early 1940s, you had most people, 35% of people saying my favorite is baseball. About 25% of people were saying football and about 10% of people were saying basketball. Basketball, incidentally, stays pretty consistently liked all the way through like the mid 80s, which is probably when we start to encounter Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and all of this. Of course, people start paying attention. We get into the 90s and the height of popularity with the Chicago Bulls, I'm sure of it. I was a dipshit, and I didn't know anything about sports, and even I knew about the American Dream Team in the early aughts. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of peters back out to normal back uh, back in 2010. Like Now we're back to like around 10% again. Yeah, it's a little popular more than it used to be. Some fans stick around, but it doesn't look like basketball has ever had very much interest among spectator sports likers in general. Not true about baseball and football, though. Very dramatic shift. Where once baseball was the most popular, around 1965, football and baseball switched spots. And now football it holds about 40% of people's number one. And baseball now holds about 10 12%. Quite oh, wow. a fall from grace.
0: Yeah, and I have to assume, quite honestly, that um, considering how long you know these th- three kind of main professional sports that our country observes um, have been around, that the commissioner of both basketball and baseball are looking at the long-term graph here. I mean, basketball is looking at it in a slightly different scale because you know their sport hasn't been around as long, but baseball is thinking you know, what did we used to have that kept us in so many eyes that we don't have now? What, was th- what <laughs> were we then to people that we aren't now? Because that's the only thing that you could have capture that much of the sports audience. And what did football have at, you know, the, in the 1970s? And then we, we know the answer is just action. It has a lot of movement, action. And that was the growth period of, the, of football it was the 70s, really, is when it exploded. It's when it went from any, anything it was into everything that it is kind of now. By the end of the 70s, it. I mean, the graph shows. Yeah. It's crazy to think that, honestly, in a decade or two that you could, like, be reading the sports pages and, and kind of recognizing this as a sports fan, that baseball is just rapidly, like, disappearing from, like, the headlines. Mm-hmm. and now it's I guess it's been stagnant in, in our lifespan it's always kind of been at the same level but um I mean what did that mean that we would have opened up Twitter and just seen like half of our timeline talking about baseball is that is that what like the mm-hmm. level of Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting
1: yeah fascinating it's funny Just to think about the,
0: the America that was more into baseball. But
3: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I understand as an observer, sport why football has more viewers. It is, it is obvious to me, but it is mm-hmm. not, I don't know. There's a lot. I will say one thing. It is very, at a very basic level, it's very much clearer to keep track of what is happening in a football game at a glance than it is of the baseball game, without having someone who knows baseball stand over your shoulder and kind of say a, good, a thing or two. Um, there's a number. It goes up. Uh, somewhat set intervals. I don't know. There's quarters. There's a clock with time. <laughs> These things all make more sense conventionally than, I think, uh, you know, baseball.
1: So.
0: Anyway. It's funny. Let's take
1: a let's take a yeah. little moment, and uh, let's hear a baseball song. Yeah, and then we can come back to let's see, uh, episode.
0: Oh yeah, no season,
1: it. season six episode. We're on.
0: I'm opening the podcast 11. app right now to find out. Yes, it's... I can't
1: remember. I think it's eleven
0: shows. I'm looking at our own shows channel to see this. There's our logo. Our previous episode was episode six, so this is seventy-one. I'm incredibly incorrect. Six episode. (coughs) This Mm -hmm. is season six, episode seven, part A, um, number seventy-one. There we go. Now I've seen it.
3: Uh, Let's do.
1: There's one I just saw. I'd have to. Hold on.
0: As we close out, just think about um whatever comes to mind. How about that? <laughs>
6: are a small man, as anyone can plainly see. Ladies came in this great land. Take a little bit from me. I work in nights, nice parking cars, underneath the moon and the stars. Same one that